If you have your Bibles this afternoon, we are making a little bit of a change. We're going to be in the book of Joshua. So there's not going to be any PowerPoint, so you know, if you're used to relying on the PowerPoint, you've got to get your phone out or your Bible out. Joshua chapter 1. Alright, as we, as we uh, think about the message this afternoon, there's something God has put on my heart. And as you think about nations and kingdoms, there are these two seasons that countries or, or kingdoms go through. Well, one, one, one time it's called peace time. And, and during peace time, it seems that you know decisions are made a lot easier. There's a lot more options. Right, there's a lot of things that you could be doing. And yet during wartime, which is the other season that kingdoms or countries go through, it seems that every decision, everything gets focused. That options become limited. And that decisions are made to be intentional to prepare people for battle. And over the past couple of weeks, um, I, I just feel this, this burden, this weight that we need to be a people, even if we already are, that are continually aware that we are in a spiritual battle. And as, and as a pastor, one of my biggest fears is to be someone that doesn't do the work of equipping the church. And over the past couple of weeks and months, we've been going through the Gospel of Mark, and God has been so faithful. But today, He has led us to Joshua chapter 1. That Joshua chapter 1 was also a time when God's people were going to be going into battle, and God takes a moment to speak to them. And so if you will stand for the reading of God's word in Joshua chapter 1, verses 1 through 9. So let's, uh, if you have your Bibles, you're going to read this in English first. Verses 1 through 9. After the death of Moses, the Lord's servant, the Lord spoke to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses' assistant. Moses, my servant, is dead. Now you and all the people prepare to cross over the Jordan to the land I am giving the Israelites. I have given you every place where the sole of your foot treads, just as I promised Moses. Your territory will be from the wilderness and Lebanon to the great river, the Euphrates River, all the land of the Hittites and west to the Mediterranean Sea. No one will be able to stand against you as long as you live. I will be with you just as I was with Moses. I will not leave you or abandon you. Be strong and courageous. For you will distribute the land I swore to their ancestors to give them as an inheritance. Above all, be strong and very courageous to observe carefully the whole instruction my servant Moses commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left, 
so that you will have success wherever you go. The book of instruction must not depart from your mouth. You are to meditate on it day and night so that you may carefully observe everything written in it, for then you will prosper and succeed in whatever you do. And finally, haven't I commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Let's read in Chinese. 耶和华的仆人摩西死了以后耶和华小玉摩西的帮手那个儿子约书亚说我的仆人摩西死了现在你要起来和众百姓过这约旦河王国所要赐给以色列人的地区凡你们脚掌所踏之地我都照着我所应
But God tells his people, Moses is dead, and I'm still for you, and I'm still with you. And as, as a people preparing for battle, as a people who are in a spiritual war, the thing that the Lord wants to continue to cultivate in our hearts is trust in him. As you, as you consider things that are happening in the world, as you consider things that might be happening in your life, it's so easy to think of the things or the people that you might want to put your trust or your hope in. But God tells us, He reminds us, He says, listen, people can't save. We are to put our trust alone and fully in God who is with us. If you continue to go through the text, He says, the land that I'm giving you is I'm giving it to you because I've already promised it to you in verses 2 through 4. In verse 3, he says, I've given you every place where the sole of your foot treads, just as I promised Moses. That is, these people are preparing to go into battle. God is reminding them, saying that I am in covenant keeping. God, that I'm faithful. He said, the same promises that I gave to Moses, I continue to be faithful to those promises because I've covenanted to you. And here's the thing that the Bible is so clear on, is that the promises of God, the covenant of God, it is so much more dependent upon His work and not upon ours. That there are so many times, I know for me when I'm walking through life, that I think, well, if I do something wrong or I'm not the best Christian that I can be, that somehow God's love or His affirmation or His faithfulness will begin to leave me or to go away from me. But God tells us here, He says, My covenant to you, my promises to you, are not dependent upon a person or upon your faithfulness. It's dependent upon my, my work and my faithfulness. Now the Israelites, if you know the background of the Israelite culture, you know they, they basically grew up, a lot of them that died in the wilderness, their background was they lived in Egypt for generations. And these, these generations that lived in Egypt, they were used to gods and idols that their love or their power was dependent upon doing something in order to get it from them. And, and, and for many of these odd idols or these gods, it was dependent upon your work, your effort, in order to get something in return. And yet in verse 3, God tells Joshua and the people of Israel, I have already given you every place 
Just as I promised Moses. 可是第三节，上帝又再一次说：“我会照着我所应许摩西的话，把你们脚掌所踏之地都要赐给你。” The God is a God who is faithful. He's a God who keeps His word. 所以神是信实的，他是守约的。Not only that, but He continues to encourage the people in verse five. He says, "No one will be able to stand against you as long as you live. I will be with you." 那在第五节呢，上帝又继续不断的来鼓励他们哈。他说：“你平生的日子，必无一人能在你面前站立得住。” One of my one of my kind of my favorite TV shows or TV series is called Band of Brothers. It's a it's a series about、um, World War Two. 那我最喜欢的一个这个电视剧呢，叫做这个兄弟团吧。And there's this and there's this scene where the the commander of his of his group they're about to cross over into enemy territory. 那这个是讲到这个世界二次大战的时候，就说呢，他们准备要进到这个地区。And, and they don't know exactly where the enemy is. It's like this huge grass field, and they have to run from one side to the next. And the very possibility is that once they start running, I mean, the guns will probably start firing, and they could get shot. 那很有可能一个情况就是，当他们开始拔腿跑的时候呢，这个枪子弹呢就会开始乱射。And as you watch the scene, the, the commander, the guy that's in charge, he looks at all these people and he says, "I'm going to go first." 那我们在电视上呢，他就演了这一段哈、哦，就说当这个士官长就下命令要去的时候，他就说我先走。And it's this powerful scene where the, the guy that's in charge, the leader of the group, he takes off before anybody else and runs to the other side so that everybody else can follow him. 所以这个士官长。And the Bible tells us here that God goes before us. He says, "I've already given you every place, just as I promised you." And in verse five, he says, "I will be with you. I've already gone before you." That God is a God who goes before us. He's with us. He's not surprised by anything that we walk through. That in the Israelites' mind, in this moment, they had no idea the enemies that they were going to face, the battles that they were going to fight. But God already saw it. He already knew it, and He already defeated it and given it to them. And he tells them in verse five. He says, "I will not leave you or abandon you." 第五节，神说，我并不撇下你，也不丢弃你。And he asks this question: Why do people being prepared for battle? Why is it important for us to be reminded that God will not leave us or abandon us? 你可能会问呢，为什么我们要上战场之前呢，需要来做预备呢？为什么这里要说神根本没有要撇下我们呢 ？I think this is really important because so often, I know for me, and I'm sure for you, when you encounter Difficulties in your life, and I'm sure as the Israelites were fighting these battles, it's easy to ask this question: Where is God? And, and I want us to see that even before the battles were being fought, even before they they tried and they might have failed, God's promise to them was: I will be with you, and I will not abandon you. 甚至呢，在战争还没有开始之前呢，我们就要得到这样的鼓励。上帝跟我们说呢，我不会离弃你，也不丢，也不撇下你。
Jesus tells us the same thing. He says that I will not leave you as orphans, but I will always be with you even to the end of the age. And as a community, there are things that we're walking through, there's issues that we're facing. It could be because of your job, it could be because of family, things that you're walking through. But because God has covenant himself to his people, he tells you, I have not left you and I have not abandoned you. Now, now as, as we continue through the text, 6 through 9, the whole part of this scripture is centered around these three commands that God gives Joshua. Be strong and courageous. If you look at verse 6, God tells Joshua, Be strong and courageous, for you will distribute the land I swore to their ancestors to give them as an inheritance. There are these, there are these, three, these three things that God tells Joshua. And the first one he says is, Be strong and courageous, and he reminds him of his promise. Now we already said this before, but what he's saying is, listen, I'm telling you to go, but because I'm sovereign, I'm omniscient, I know the end from the beginning, I know what is going to happen, that the victory is going to be yours. That God has not called Joshua to a losing battle. In church, God has not called us to a losing battle. That Jesus has told us that the gates of hell will not prevail against the proclamation of the gospel. And so as we obey and we follow Jesus, this idea that we're losing or that we're fighting an endless battle, it's not biblical. We're not fighting a losing battle. Jesus is already victorious. And he's called us to follow him into that. I remember there was a there was a time in, a, in America. I don't know if you're familiar, but there's this there's a sport called football. And, and, and we were living in Pennsylvania at the time. And uh, the Philadelphia there's a team called the Philadelphia Eagles. And and they won the Super Bowl. And when you watch the video of these people, I mean, they went out to the streets. They were climbing on poles. They were screaming. They were excited. But they didn't do anything. Like, they didn't play the game, right? But on their back, they wore these jerseys and it said, like, the player's name, like, you know, the quarterback or the running back. 
And they were celebrating in someone else's victory what they had done for their city and for their town. And that's, and that's exactly what we get to do with Jesus. That the victory is His. And He has placed His name on our hearts. And we get to share in that. Not because we've done anything incredible, because we share in the victory that He's already accomplished for us. Now, something to notice here, I think really important, is that even though God tells him, like God tells Joshua and the Israelites, listen, the victory is yours, they still actually have to fight. And he says that even though I've given you this land, you actually have to go in and fight and do battle for it. And as I look around the place that we live, we live in a place where 90% of this land does not know Jesus. But there's still a place for us as Christians, even though Jesus is victorious, He still called us to fight. That He still called us to do battle. That God has called you in this time, in this season, to Taiwan for this purpose. It's not a coincidence that you're here. And that even though the victory is Christ's, He calls us to battle. And the power of the Spirit. The second thing he says to Joshua. Verse 7, he says, Above all, be strong and very courageous. To observe the whole instruction my servant Moses commanded you. It's very interesting that as God is preparing his people for battle, he says, be very strong and very courageous. It's like an even more, it's an even greater command to do what? To be in the word. And what God does here, he says that your, your victories, your military victories, is not going to be because of your power. But he ties in their experiencing the victory of God to their obedience, sitting under his word and his commandments. He tells them this in verse 8. This book of instruction does not depart from your mouth. You to meditate on it day and night so that you may carefully observe everything written in it. Now when the pressure is on, that we encounter these kind of situations in our life, I think that the easiest thing for us to do 
is to forget the word. But Jesus says that this is the sword of the spirit. This is how we do battle. That God has not called his church just to be powerful, but he's called us to be holy. And one of the ways in Ephesians 6 that we actually do spiritual warfare is actually just living according to the Word of God. And so he says, be very strong and very courageous because he knows that the first thing the enemy always comes after is the Word of God. And I don't know about you, but even in the past couple weeks when I felt short or frustrated, the Word of God is not the first thing that I run to. But when we don't do that, we are actually taking the very ammo, the very resource, the very weapon that God has given us, and we are neglecting it. So I don't know about you, in the past couple months, whenever you see you know, stuff that's happening in the world or things that are happening around us, usually what we tend to do is pay more attention to the news or to the current events than we do to being in the Word of God. And as God prepares His people for battle, He doesn't turn their attention to the enemy, He doesn't turn their attention to a military plan, He turns them to His Word and His commandments. But I think for, for us, I encourage you that if you're in this moment, in this season where things are difficult, run to the Word. Remind yourself of who God is, what He's done. Finally, in verse 9, God says, Haven't I commanded you be strong and courageous? Do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. We said this before, but his final encouragement to Joshua is about his presence. Because the Bible tells us that the thing that distinguishes us as a people from every other people group is that we have the living God's presence among us. That he's a God that we said before is a God that goes before us, he's a God that goes with us. Now, uh, years ago, there's a story about this, this group that went to Israel. And as they were taking you know, the tour of Israel, they were looking at all these sheep, and the guy that was giving the tour, he said, listen, I want you to know that the shepherd always goes before the sheep. He always goes before the sheep. 
He said, you'll never see a shepherd that's walking behind, kind of pushing and, and, and beating a sheep. And so later on, they were driving around, they saw this huge flock of sheep, they were walking, and this guy was behind them, and he was hitting the sheep. And so they asked the question, they said, well, I thought you said, you know, that the, the shepherd always goes before the sheep. He said, that's not the shepherd. That's the butcher. And that's what we learn about the Gospels, that God is not someone who comes behind us and pushes us and beats us, but He goes before us, giving His life for us that we might follow Him. And so as we consider this complete text, God is, God is preparing us, God is telling us to be reminded of these four things. God alone can say that we put our trust completely in Him, not in man. That God is a covenant-keeping God. He keeps His promises. That His presence is with us. He will not leave us. He will not abandon us. And then in our call to be strong and courageous, He said, be strong and courageous because I promised this to you. Be strong and courageous because my power goes with you, which is my word. And be strong and courageous because my presence is with you. Now, as we consider what God just spoke to Joshua, we think about the gospel. Because the gospel is actually where God shows us that He is with us and that He is for us. That God said, I will not leave you and I will abandon, I will not abandon you so much that I will give my son for you and I'll put my spirit in you. And if you go to 2 Corinthians chapter 3, the gospel doesn't just allow us to obey the word, but actually because of Jesus and the gospel, he's placed his word in our hearts. Second Corinthians chapter 3. It says this. He says that you show that you are Christ's letter delivered by us, not written with ink, but with the spirit of the living God. Not on tablets of stone, but on tablets of human hearts. God has taken His word, He's placed it, He's written it on our hearts. As finally, as we, as we look about the, the scripture that we read this afternoon about Joshua chapter 1, 
I think it's easy to read something like that and, and forget that there are people that the Israelites are walking into and they are held captive. And what God shows us is that through His people, He delivers freedom through His Word and through His commandments. And Jesus tells us that He comes to speak liberty and freedom to the captives. And that if you're here and you don't know Jesus, or if you're here and you've not committed your life to Christ, the, the scary thing is, is that you are in a, you're in a battle, you're being held captive and you don't realize it. And church, God has called us to proclaim the gospel. The year of the Lord's favor that Jesus brings liberty and freedom to the captives. So, church, as we think about being prepared for battle, my encouragement to us, the Lord's encouragement to us, as I continue to look to Him, continue to place trust in Him, remember His Word, remember His presence, remember His promise. You know, this, this past week, I was talking to an individual. I was talking to a Taiwanese guy. And he said one of the one of the scariest things about Taoism for him. Is that when he dies, he has no idea where he's going to go. He said that there is a possibility that he would go into one of the 18 levels of hell. But he has no idea. And so I sat there. I thought, man, how many more people live in Lingo just like this? And they are afraid and they have no idea that they can be certain about what eternal life looks like. And so I shared with him the gospel. I said that Jesus actually tells us that we can't be certain of what happens when we die. And he asked me these questions, well, what do you have to do? Uh, you know, what do you need to, to, to give? And I was able to tell him, it's not about what we do or we give, it's about what Jesus has done, he's already given. And his response was Tai Chi Yao. It's like, it's like too wonderful. It's not possible. Guys, that's the, that's the world we live in. That's the battle we live in. And God has given us the, enough resources, all that we need to fight this battle well. And so my prayer for us this afternoon is that we would be encouraged and remember that God is with us God is for us. And that maybe it's a, something as simple for you as just getting back into Bible reading. You've left just being in the Word daily. This is how we fight, just being in the Word. 
。那你要怎么称赞呢？可能是很单纯的呢，很简单的，就是再一次回到神的话语里面来读他的话，然后当成你的武器。And then if you're here this afternoon and you've had hard situations in your life and you're in Christ, His His promises, declarations to you is, I've not left you, I've not abandoned you, I'm with you, I'm for you. 如果今天你是在一个很困难的时期里面，也不要忘记今天下午神跟我们说，他必不撇下我们，也不留。God, we 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 are a people. Who are completely dependent upon God's word and His work. And so I know this afternoon was different. But my heart, my heart, my prayer. Is that we would not be a church that just. Is unaware of the situation that we live in. We don't become a people that are Let's stand up. Let's respond. And this is what I would love for us to do. Just three things. I'd ask that number one. That if you're if you're here this afternoon and you and you do believe because you're in the midst of spiritual battle and you believe the lie that God has left you, He's abandoned you. 如果今天下午呢，在我们当中有人觉得你是在一个这个属灵征战里，而且认为神已经离弃你了，我们可以为你祷告。You'd be reminded, 然后你就会被提醒。The gospel says that his his faithfulness to you is not because of anything that you've done, but it's completely secure in what Christ has done for you. 福音说他的信实并不是因为你做成了什么，而是他在十字架上为你成就的。Or number two, if you're here and you feel weak and you feel afraid or you feel anxious. 另外呢，如果说你在这里你觉得很软弱，而且呢非常的焦虑。That you would be encouraged and built up by running back to the Word of God, and that we can pray for you and minister to you through His Word. And then finally, that if you're here and you feel like you don't know what to do, you have a heart to do something, but you don't know what to do. I would encourage you just begin to pray for the people that you know that don't know Jesus. And pray that God will give you opportunities and boldness to share the gospel. So as we close this time, there are people over here that love to pray with you. And we believe that the Holy Spirit uses His Word to encourage us. And so as we respond, let's respond in prayer and worship. And in a couple minutes, we'll come back up. We'll do communion. So we just use prayer and worship. Let's pray together. Lord Jesus, we thank you for your word. Thank you that you're God who prepares us. You're not a God who leaves us surprised or without resources. That you prepare us. Thank you, Christ, that you are God who goes before us and you went before us to the cross. Lord, we thank you that it's because of the gospel and your faithfulness that you are with us and that you are for us. 
And I do pray this afternoon that there are people here that do not know you, Jesus, that they would run to you, the one who has given their, your life for them. And, and Holy Spirit, if they have this feeling it's too good to be true, that they would just know that that is why the gospel is good news. We thank you, Lord, that you're working in this church through baptisms and that you have even gone before this church and we're following you. God, just continue to let us be a people prepared.